Hello everyone, and welcome to another Bass Singer Reaction and Analysis. Today we're going to be checking out We Don't Talk About Bruno from Disney's Encanto, which is a, a new film that came out about a month ago. I have not seen it, haven't heard this music. I just see that it's incredibly popular and people are raving about it, so I figured let's check it out, let's break it down musically, let's break it down vocally, and uh, let's have some fun. I love, love, love Disney music so much. I don't know if Alan Menken composed this, but he was Disney's composer for a long time. You know, from the times of Beauty, the original Beauty and the Beast and um, a lot of stuff from around there, all the way through, I think, Tangled and Princess and the Frog and a, and a bunch of other stuff. He's just a genius. So I don't, know, I don't know if he wrote this music, but Disney always has fantastic composers. And um, guys, please like this video. If you enjoy, please subscribe to my channel, help it grow. And if you are getting a lot of enjoyment out of what I do, if, if I'm helping you appreciate the music more and hear things you didn't hear before, please consider donating to my Patreon for as little as $1 a month. Link is in the description below. And um, without further ado, let's check this out. I'm expecting a lot of great things. So here we go. What if you didn't understand what he saw? Then you better figure it out because it was coming for you. We don't talk about Bruno, no, no, no. We don't talk about Bruno. But it was my wedding day. It was our wedding day. We were getting ready and there wasn't a cloud in the sky. No clouds allowed in the sky. <laughs> so I like how in this intro here they just had like piano and some light percussion and they have the. And they have the bass line come in a few bars later. This is just something where I talk about a lot where you, where you want to start out a song smaller and then so you can add elements in to keep building it as it goes. So it started out there just like piano, little percussion, voice, and then we have this bass line come in, which already just adds that kind of... It just adds an extra feel to it. It fills out the sound. Quite literally, the, the, the sound spectrum fills out when those bass tones come in. Let's back it up about five seconds and keep going. So again, so not much changing here. First to verse, you got some. They're just adding like a little, little percussive things. There's some. It sounds like there's some like a, there's a little vocal activity happening way in the background and some like high head voice like way in the background. So much. This is a technique in auto audio engineering where you'll add elements in that you can't even that if you're not paying specific attention to them, you don't even really hear them, you're not listening to them, but it changes the musical experience without you even knowing. That's a pretty common thing done in all kinds of music. As far as vocal technique here, I've talked a bit about this before. The modern Disney music is is very, it's, it's kind of a blend between pop and modern musical theater. So what you're getting here is, is a, a bright forward place tone, at least from the, the lead female singer here. Uh, you're getting a, a, a bright forward place tone. There's gonna, it's good vocal fold closure, meaning the sound is pure and it's not breathy. Um, so you're getting a lot of high harmonic 
action. There's it, that's that's what a bright sound really is. It means there's a lot of high harmonic content in the sound. Um, and then and then our, our 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 lead male here is is kind of just jumping in with. It's more. Uh, it's almost more like voice acting. You know, he's not really singing as much melodically. He's kind of jumping in with these phrases here and there. And of course, I don't know the text yet because this is the first time I'm hearing it. But he's kind of, and I think that presents a nice contrast with someone who is truly singing and someone who's doing a bit more speech-like in there. And it kind of gives them, they're kind of passing the baton here and, and keeping it fresh, keeping it, keeping it, keeping it interesting. <clears throat> but it's already very catchy. If there's one thing Disney does, it's that they write very catchy music. So I, I'm enjoying the song so far. And, um, oh yeah, one other thing that I wanted to mention is that usually when I'm talking about doing this vocal analysis, I can see what's happening with the singers. I can see what their mouth shape is doing. I can sometimes see what their tongue is doing. I can see what their larynx is doing. All these things contributing to why their voice might sound a certain way. But this, I'm just, I'm just basing off what I hear because I can't actually see anything about how the singers are singing it because it's all animated. Right, so they record the live singers recorded in the studio, and then they match up their singing with this animation. Um, and the animation could be totally differently. In fact, likely is a little, at least a little differently from what the singers were doing. So here we go. Let's back it up five seconds. Keep this going. So right, that's nice. They have a nice two-part harmony there. We don't talk about no, no, no. A uh, nice two-part harmony between them. <laughs> just look at their faces. Just like Disney animation is like so over the top. It's just, it's hilarious. I mean, it's like very stimulating. Um, that's nice though. I, I'm, I'm exp if I, I might have just heard brass in the background, some like trumpet pops, some like brass hits. If I haven't yet, that means my brain, because of this style of music, I'm expecting some brass to come in. But they might have already just had brass. That might be a, sub, a subconscious comment. Not brass yet. No, no brass. There was no brass yet. So we've got some string, got some piano, um, obviously voices, percussion. But still no brass yet, so I'm, I'm thinking later in this song there's going to be some big brass hits, some like trombone or trumpet or something like that. <laughs> yes, still suffering from post-nasal drip. Just lasts forever. It's so annoying. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> I love that. Oh, it's like, uh, you hear that they stripped out most of the elements because it's a much more intimate. So this is a nice contrast from the singers in the first part because this part, the sound is much breathier. So there's less vocal fold closure. It doesn't have that pop or musical theater style sound. It's more like rap. Um, just in terms of the delivery of the flow and the, the abandon of the melodic line, it's much more text driven. And the and vocally, there's it's much there's much more air coming through. 
which means that the vocal folds aren't closing as tightly. So we lose that bright sound. We lose that high harmonic content. Um, but also, I love how they stripped all the elements and it's mostly just her and the bass line. Like, that's the main features. It's kind of like pulled way back. It's a little more intimate. It's like she's kind of like singing it, rapping this in your ear a little bit. I love, I, I love a breakdown. And this is, this is, this is a, a nice breakdown here. So it's just like, it's just like very light percussion and bass line and her rapping. And it's just like totally different from what we were hearing in the first section. Okay, so I haven't seen the movie, so this is so this must be Bruno, and I guess this is what's going on with him is he's like a little boy sometimes, and he turns into this like whatever this guy is, and that was cool. Now his part was a bit between; it was like blending singing and voice acting, because there were a lot of there were a lot of moments where he was singing true melodic line, and there were other moments where it was much more, like I said, voice acting, like putting on a character which is so important in this kind of setting because, I mean, this really is a voice acting job because you are creating the voice of an animated character. And that's a, that's a whole different thing from singing. It's a whole different thing from straight acting. Um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a unique and individual style on its own. Now let's go back and listen to this section again. And listen to that blend between how he kind of jumps in and out of singing and more what I would call voice acting. Do you understand? Rats. Like that's not a sung thing he's doing. Rats along the sing. So he like says rats and then goes back into kind of singing. You understand? Rats along his back when he calls your name and all face to black. You can tell he does that. He, he kind of accentuates that voice acting when the when the older, kind of creepier character comes out. When he's singing like a little boy, it's much smoother. You know, and then he goes into this ah, kind of character. Very nice, very nice touch. Definitely highlights the differences between those two. We don't talk <laughs> so yeah, it's great. I love um, Disney, especially in these kind of like, I guess this is turning into a kind of a like Belle in the town center, Beauty and the Beast kind of thing where you have all these different characters from the situation jumping in. So you get all these different voices, all these different techniques, all these different ways of voice acting, basically. So the first woman that jumped in was singing pretty straight up again, kind of this Disney pop musical theater. But then the guy that jumped in with a beer belly was much more like a voice actor. He was singing, but there was more, it was more charactery. 
You know, I, I think that's that's a way to put it that everyone understands. It was just more charactery. But listen to the differences between those two. Okay, cool. So another breakdown. You know, Disney's great about that. And again, they're they're playing to the action of this animation. So there's a lot of action. There's all these townspeople. It's full instrumentation. Then, boo, it completely pulls back. And you have this girl coming down on this. You know, it fits the visual. Coming down, and it's just her. And the bass line's gone. And it's replaced just by some pizzicato strings. Do, 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 do. In some, in some uh, orchestral string instrument. Um, and it's just her voice, so it's stripped way down again. And again, it just totally changes the mood, it creates contrast, and it helps tell this story, which is most important in a movie like this, or in any movie. And any time you're trying to really tell a narrative, you have to serve that narrative, you have to serve the art. Um, and all, Everyone involved in this kind of thing is very good at, at serving the art and making it the best storytelling experience they can. Oh, that chord progression is just—it's a winner. Let's, 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 what are we doing here? Are we in E flat major? Sixth and four. Okay, good. So it's a classic one, one major, five major, six minor, four major. Do, 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 do. You can't really go wrong with that. We got E flat, B flat, C minor. Then we go to A flat major, E flat major, B flat major, C minor, A flat major. And it gives this just like very. It's, it's used a lot in pop music. It's used a lot in musical theater. It's a very hopeful, positive kind of kind of vibe, which is different because the song started out in minor and kind of like creepy storytelling. And now it's at least this moment of the song is very positive. B flat, C minor, A flat major. So okay, so we're relative minor now. So, dude, what are we doing? That? So we were going from flat six to minor five, minor. No, we were going. Sorry, in minor key, be major six. I think we were doing. I think it was doing major flat six, major five. 
E flat major, G major, A flat major, G major, A flat major, G major, and then we ended up back here in C minor, which is, I believe, I'm not going to go back and check, but I believe that's where the song must have started, going between C minor and E flat major. C minor is the relative minor key from the E flat major. So basically right now, this is obviously the final section of the song. It's kind of climaxing in terms of how many elements are happening right now. So you have all this instrumentation. You've got voice. You won't be able to hear this because the screen record happens in mono. But if you could hear stereo, like in the original, you hear that there's voices only happening over here in this year. There's elements only happening over here in this year. And there's other elements happening in the center and elsewhere. So that's audio engineering kind of creating this surround sound experience. Um, and it would truly be that, especially if you could be in an environment, if you had speakers kind of all around you, you would feel like you're in the middle of this marketplace in like a flash mob. Um, so that's that's very, very good audio engineering, uh, a very cool trick you can use to kind of place sounds around you. <laughs> Ooh. Yikes, so maybe if you talk about Bruno, then like something bad happens to you. You see a little creepy picture there of her like, it's almost like a, like maybe like a dead, a little dead kid. Yikes, a little ghost kid. Woo! And she's got some magic. I didn't know. Well, now that I've seen this, like I've gotten past my first time reaction and analysis. Now I can go watch the movie, which is exciting. I do have Disney Plus. Highly recommend. There we go. There it was. Wow, what a real, what a fun song. What a cool scene. I'm now, I now really want to go watch the movie. Uh, I liked how it went back and it, it it had a nice balance between the relative minor C C minor and and the relative major of that E flat major, and that presents nice contrast section to section. We had a ton of different vocal techniques used, a ton of different voice acting, vocal colors used all for the purpose of telling this story. And I feel like just watching this one scene, I have a really good idea about kind of the backbone of the story um, and the characters and the characters involved. So that's a very, a, a very strong musical statement from Disney. Always amazing. Always amazing. Love them. Um, all right, guys, that was my reaction and an first time reaction and analysis to We Don't Talk About Bruno from Encanto. I hope you guys enjoyed. Please like the video. Please subscribe. Please donate to my Patreon. Help support me as a young professional opera singer. I didn't mention that earlier, but that's what I do. For those seeing this the first time, I sing opera professionally. And um, young opera singers don't make a whole lot of money. That's a fact. And no matter what level you're doing it at. So that comes a few years down the road when the international career kicks in, if all goes well. So please, uh, yeah, support me. And um, I look forward to doing more of this stuff for you guys and uh, more Disney stuff. I love Disney. I actually just did Voctives. Disney Princess Medley. Absolutely loved it. Um, so, all right. That's that, guys. Thanks for watching. See you next time. Bye-bye.